All right, good to see, good to be. It is I, Dilly D, Dilly Dave, also known as the Milky Bar Kid. This is another episode of Grounded with Dilly Dave. Uh, we are at Brick Lane Brewery, and today we are joined by the the soulful, the articulate, uh, the well-connected, and uh, the vibe pusher herself, Queen Rhiannon. Queen Re, welcome <laughs> so much to Grounded today. Thank you. Very good. Uh, a lot of <laughs> the co-producers are being hilarious as always. Shout out to Paul Ocean Atlas on the ones and twos in the background. Um, before we get into really what the podcast is, an obvious way to get grounded is to acknowledge the sacred ground that we're on. So I'd like to you know, acknowledge that we're on the traditional lands of the Boonwurrung and the Wurundji people of the Kulin Nation. Um, you know, they're their traditional custodians, not owners of the land, the traditional custodians um, you know, they, they dealt with the land and what we have in a different way. And I think it's very important for us to continue to remember what was and how things were as we move forward telling our own stories. So I'd like to pay respects to elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded, no treaties signed. And that's where we are today. So here we are. Here we are. Here we are. You always need a little breath after that, you know? Got to feel where the wood is, mm-hmm. where the real and the unreal is, like this plant, for example. Yeah. Real or unreal? Very plastic. So plastic. And what is that about? No, it's not, let's, not, let's not get into the plastics of it today. All right, so, Rhiannon, you're probably wondering, why do you have me on? Like, what's, what's <laughs> this all about? Like, do we know each other, you know? Like, what's going on? <laughs> And um, I'm very happy to address that. So Thank you. <laughs> I, like having, <laughs> I like having my eyes on the scene, you know, and seeing people do their thing when we're out and about. And you continuously pop up in so many spots, you know, whether it's Shot Kickers or Ringo Bar or so many different places where you are out doing your thing. Um, so I just want to let you know that I see you doing the thing and it's, and it's great. Thank you. So for me, uh, I'd really like to know what the the origin of some of this is like what was the lead up to where you are now so i guess um what got you started with your creative endeavors yeah well thank you for asking and thank you for having me here um and um yeah i think when i was young i think it was just maybe before i got into high school my mum was like you can sing and I had no idea, no awareness. I think I probably just did my thing, you know. And she's like, go to choir. <laughs> so I went to choir, yeah. did some singing lessons at school. Yeah. And um, Choir inside of school or? Yeah. Choir inside of school. And then, um, yeah, quickly realized that, yeah, I have a voice. You're a superstar. <laughs> yeah, what can I say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, then, like, got you know, um, lead roles for things or like, you know, solos and whatnot and did music outside of school at another small music school and then got some vocal training for like maybe three or four years. Cool. It's been about 10 years since that. Right. Um, And in that meantime, I've experimented with sound in different ways. I've done sound healings. I've, um, I've always written poetry since I was young as well. So I think that writing has come very naturally to me. Um, and has refined over the years um, to get me to the point I am now as well. Because I guess like some people have a, an easy journey with maybe the voice, but maybe not so much the writing. Yeah. So it's yeah. good that you were into that at an early age. With, um, with the choir stuff, um, and when you were starting to do singing lessons, did you have like a big idea or, or a vision or a thing that you were kind of like pulling yourself towards, or you were just like, I'm in the moment, I'm enjoying this. This is engaging. Let's do it. Yeah, I was just doing it because I loved music. And yeah, um, yeah I enjoyed singing with the group as well. Um, and yeah, it was a new experience that I'd hadn't had before. So, was there, a, um, was there a moment when you were like, this is it. There's no way I'm doing anything else? With a, were there a number of those kind of moments along the way? Honestly, I feel like that ball has only recently dropped for me. Ah, uh, where it's like, this is the clear path forward? 
yeah, like music was a very big part of my life when I was younger. I, yeah. you know, I eventually ended up doing weddings and like events and competitions when I was younger as well, um, which I would do weekly, you know? Yeah. Um, but I don't think I had that mindset of like where I really wanted to take it or mm. where I wanted it to go. I was just in it. Right. Yeah. Whereas now I feel like, okay, I feel like I have a different kind of like grasp, not only on my music, but of myself to understand where I want it to go. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense where it's like, um, I think it makes a lot of sense when, you know, trying to put together yourself before you can find that, that way forward. Mm. Like it, it takes to, to have a clear direction, um, you know, in life, you really have to figure out where and who you are in that moment, you know, to kind of gather things and, and figure out where to go. I, I don't think that, like, when you're... Yeah, that's like a, it's a very conscious decision trying to point yourself in a direction, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think that I loved doing it and it was something that, yeah, I just did because it was just something that I was doing and... Um, and that I was good at as well. And I had really beautiful pivotal moments where people were like, don't ever stop singing. Like I would have people, right. like I'd have like grown men, like in tears, crying, mm. listening to me, like, and just, um, yeah. And just comments that people would make and it would really hit me, you know, then, then as well. Um, and yeah, I think that, um, I also developed a lot of shame around my music at, mm. at one point. Um, because it's because it's a like a vulnerable space, or it's just like very personal. Or, yeah, how would you? Yeah, that? I mean, I was in a relationship um, that, yeah, I think wasn't very supportive of my music, right. um, and m I developed quite a bit of shame. And while I was still doing music, um, it was in a different way to what I'm doing it now, and I didn't have, yeah, it kind of. Um, yeah, I think that kind of stunted me in a way. Um, but I feel like I needed also needed that experience, you know, mm. to un not only, like, understand my music but who I am and what I've also gone through in my life. And that's right. such a point of inspiration for me is understanding the places that I've come from, you know, and I love doing lots of self-reflection and you hear that in my music as well. Um, and, um, yeah, that, you know, grief and joy and love all these things these facets of life all inspire me mm. from the tangible to the non-tangible you know from natural elements to not and yeah it yeah i think um you know having some having to overcome something really helps shape you right totally yeah yeah and it's funny because uh you know people can encourage you to do your thing and that might be a huge source of motivation or inspiration but then also somebody close to you can not be completely supportive and that can sometimes be the biggest hit yeah yeah totally 100 percent. so i guess yeah when you're when you're a kid i think a lot of people are super forgiving over whatever you're doing so you probably don't come across that so much but once you start becoming a young adult or teenager or whatever it is and then you're close to somebody and they're not on board with whatever the the passion of the pursuit is yeah if that's not reconciled, then that can be pretty rough. Mm. And sometimes you just got to let people go, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sit them down the river, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You don't even have to give them a paddle sometimes. <laughs> just let them sink. Sink. Mm. <laughs> oh. God, revenge can be sweet. <laughs> Maybe they'll drown. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, okay, so when it comes to these, you, you mentioned some different approaches to music that you're taking now or that's like part of your mindset. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm so curious as to like you know some of the approaches or practices or thoughts you have with, with your approach at the moment yeah um sometimes I will hear a song in my head so I'll hear like the melody or I'll just hear or I'll, I'll hear lyrics yeah um lyrics and a melody or just a melody and then um depending on the vibe of that I'll um yeah, I'll either write lyrics or I'll have the lyric. They're just sometimes they've just formed yeah. already, you know. Without having to push or kind of do much, they just kind of come up. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, and then I'll write them down. Um, and then um, sometimes I'll go to YouTube for a backing track to try and... Amen. Yeah, what's yes. up? That's what I'm saying. Okay, let me run this. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me run the simulation for a second. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So sometimes I'll go to YouTube for a backing track um, to just like get the inspiration out like mm. further. Um, yeah, and sometimes I'll ask someone to lay something down for me. Sometimes I'll write the whole song knowing what mm. I want, how, like how I want it to sound and then um, and then I'll perfect it like with instrumentals or um, yeah, whatnot. Um, I've been experimenting with the piano. I forgot that I cool. played keys when I was younger. Oh, uh, And yay. we've got a like beautiful piano in our house now and I've just been nice. having days where I'll just be on the piano for like an hour making songs up. I made like five songs the other day. Wow. It's it nice incredible. when you've got the right tool or instrument there just to fucking mess around with. And yeah. 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 And I've been using Splice. I've been like ah. mixing and, you know, making some beats and. Yeah. Splice is, um, correct me if I'm wrong, is that where you can kind of generate some samples and bits and pieces? But yeah. I guess there's also some light door, like editing stuff in there as well. Yeah. Or? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, do you what is your relationship with technology in the in the production <laughs> and stuff like are you kind of did it take a little while to you know get with it and kind of embrace it or was it kind of always there for you um honestly like looking at logic yeah and th looking at all the lines i'm yeah. like i do not want to by lines, you mean channels? <laughs> channels, <laughs> correct. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just like, oh, nah. I, my brain was like, nah, mm. I want someone else to do this for me. But yeah. I know I just need to like take the time to do it because I know that's actually, I want to be able to do that. Um, yeah. Technology, like I, even though it's like such a helpful source, um, does my head in most of the time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's so temperamental. It's impossible to, like, uh, completely depend on. It has its own kind of mind to it. It's quite bizarre, hey? Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting medium, I think. Yeah. It's, it's um, yeah, it's, it's a necessity, I guess, in this day and age and how music is and, I mean, so many other things, art and communication. Mm. Like, it's it's become a very, you know... Um, needed thing, I yeah. guess, in a way. It's completely embedded in everything. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm grateful for it. I'm very grateful for it. Um, but yeah, I'm here. You still kind of <laughs> wrestle with it. Yeah, I feel like that's yeah. a pretty common experience, especially for somebody who wants to like uh, utilize it in a, in a way that's that serves your creative purpose. Um I think like it's one thing to figure out what works for you in terms of getting a song down, um, but to properly like to properly kind of use it uh, for, for me, I've always found that having nerd tech friends around has helped me so much. Mm, Otherwise, yeah. there would have been such a such a distance that you'd have to kind of like very true bridge. So, has there been any kind of techno wizards or sorcerers yes. in your life that have kind of helped you yes. out on that side? Yeah, let's talk, let's yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. it. So my housemate, um, who I'm also in a band with, my cool. band Mojo Bag. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Mojo <promo>. Bag, nice. <laughs> yeah, um, so Tino's been helping me. Uh, he produces music, he's a singer, yeah, yeah, plays yeah. keys as well in the band. Um, he's been helping me, which has been great. Yeah. And um, my friend Kiwot, Kiwot Canal. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, incredible singer, songwriter. Um, and, yeah, he's been helping me mix, uh, just giving me, like, you know, tips here and there, which has been amazing. I'm, I'm very, very grateful for that. Yeah, because they just remove tens of hours of YouTube videos and yeah, shit, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's one thing to kind of go through that process and learn some stuff, but I think, you know, when you care a lot more about what's going on and you're working with the person and there's some kind of, establish rapport or relationship i feel like you're going to be more sponge worthy there yeah you know yeah 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 we just got uh, alice on the co-producing <laughs> here just the ultimate placement it's all right. about the perfect frame at the end of the day what we're Correct. really trying to do is is capture perfect frames perfect little little snippet little moments just uh you know it's kind of like the bristles in one's beard you know there's uh <laughs> many of them and but all of them together do provide a, a more complete picture 
just to make that about myself, <laughs> um, which I often do, which is just perfect the frame, perfect exactly frame. perfect Love frame. It. I'm here for it. Um, okay, cool. So you've had a lot of help on the, on the like the technology production, technical side. Um, in the early days, who were some big mentors or key figures, people, you know, and they could even be like parents or whatever that really supported and mm. helped you, you know, kind of push you on your path a bit? Yeah, I think my mom. I don't think I would have been even slightly aware that I had a voice if she hadn't told me to yeah. go sing in choir. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, my stepdad as well, he helped me. They both supported me, you know, bought me a whole PA system, RIP. I don't know where it is. Got lost on a protest camp somewhere when I was... Uh, well, at least it was doing the good, the, the good work, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Um, yeah, bless Japurang as well. Um, yeah, I think that... Um, them definitely my mom yeah. and my stepdad um and yeah i'd say from there um yeah friends you know i yeah. think within the community there's people who are very supportive which is very profound it's yeah it's a beautiful thing to witness um and yeah i think that's kind of the main main essence i think yeah. my mom and my stepdad really got me moving in that regard you know they right. bought, bought me things got me gigs and yeah. like pushed me towards like com competitions also my singing teacher that i had um her name was melissa i can't remember her last name but um she did um uh she had a school i can't remember it for the life of me but she ran a competition called red door and like yeah from the competition there i started singing lessons with her and um and yeah, it was just a, that was a great experience. She was classically trained, and I did about a year or two of that, and that helped me a lot. Um, yeah, and then I think you know, music artists have all inspired me. Um, in between, then you know. Yeah, I mean, I see you as a as a queen of collaboration, somebody who can not only you know collaborate with other people, but can do that on the fly. Mm. You know. Um, you know, talking about like moments at shot kickers or whatever else, like you seem to be somebody who's very good with the improv and, and collaboration side of things. Did that always come naturally to you or was that something where initially you were like, you know what, I, I want to do this on my own, but then, some, you know, things happened and you were a bit more willing to contribute with others or work with others? Um, yeah, I think I've always kind of been a people person. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, that's always been like a quality of mine. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, I think that um, as I've grown in my music, my improv has grown as well. And like being able to f freestyle, um, whether melodically or in hip hop. Yeah, um, which she does <coughs> incredibly well in both. Really holds it down on the mic. Um, yeah, and I'm still learning and evolving. And it's so great to have platforms like Don't Sweat the Technique yeah. to, you know, explore realistically that 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 place has been a foundation for me to explore that uh, i feel like i've done a lot of my de development in hip-hop through that event alone you know yeah well um, that's interesting because <coughs> I, I would have my assumption was that you were already kind of versed or comfortable in that space before mm. that and maybe you were mm -hmm. but it sounds like that's you know don't sweat the technique has really kind of given you the the platform to fucking get a bit of a boost and really yeah. get your hands dirty. Yeah, it's elevated me, you know, it's created, like, gotten rid of a lot of, like, yeah, I don't know if you want to call it, like, baggage or just, like, right. unnecessary things that or Mental fear, chatter. you know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> not that I had too much of that, but it's more like, you know, that fear of, like, not knowing if you can do something. And I just get up there and I just don't care. Mm. And I guess that's kind of me anyway, but... Being pushing myself to do that has been a whole another experience. So I'm grateful. I'm really grateful for that. Yeah, well, it's courageous. Like uh, mm. even if you're good at a thing, to um, do it, very you know, true. very very true. Yeah. To do it in that context where it's like not only like live on, on on the fly, but you know, I think we both respect a lot of the people that go into that space. Yeah. And, you know, there's such quality people and talent in the space that you kind of want to serve that in some way, right? Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Shout out Shot Kickers. Yeah, Timmy the B. Timmy the B. Anthony Murray. We've yep. got Matt Robb. Um, yep. Jake Amy on keys. Liam the bass man. Yeah. Mickey from Preston occasionally. Yeah. 
Martin Pang, I think it is. And yeah, whoever else rolls through that. All the MCs as well. Incredible. Yeah, the the, the mm. list is uh, always growing and it's cool because there's new faces mm. all the time. Um, yeah, I think that's a really cool element of, of Melbourne is, you know, some of these nights that not everyone knows about, but that, that do happen. And for somebody who considers themselves to be like a developing artist, if you wanted to put that like, you know, label on it, mm. it's such a good space. Like where else would you be able to get all of these different uh, opportunities of growth, whether it's like, through networking or stage mm. presence or improv or all of that. It's kind of wild. Yeah. What else is, uh, really excites or interests you about the scene at the moment, like here in Melbourne? What else is really cooking and vibing for you? Hmm. Yeah, I think the um, collaboration is a very exciting element. I'm, I'm really excited to start recording some of my own personal yeah. music. Um, Which is well overdue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's why we're here, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited. I'm going to focus on that um in the coming months and yeah, just collaborating with like different producers and getting that like vision and the 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 concept and sound yeah. that I want out. Um but yeah, working with other people, I want to do more um like group work as well. Um kind of like I did on the night where I host that last night that I hosted at Shotkickers. Yes, yes. Um where it was a medley of like 16 women and like yo, that shit was fucking profound. <laughs> Beep, sorry if you have to bloop me out. No, um, we we actually right. encourage <laughs> profanity on this Fuck podcast. Yeah. Just not on the first saying. 8 to 10 seconds. That's the only okay. as we all know. We're way past that. Shout right. out to you. <laughs> Um, is there any any names that you want to drop in terms of people you're collaborating with at, at the moment? That, at the moment, yeah. Um, no, you can keep them on the DL. Yeah, it's yeah. But I'm I'm gonna actually talk to Mickey from Preston, the legend. Um, BTW, we share a birthday. Oh. <laughs> twins, literally Gemini twins. Jeez, can't be stopped. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Two very loud people <laughs> collaborating. Um, so yeah, I'm going to have a little chit chat with him and yeah. gonna sit, cause I really, I don't know. I just feel like I want to work with him and like, I know he'll have some he'll funky stuff happening. Help me out. Yeah. In the way that I want. So bless up to Mickey. Hey, fucking shout out to Mickey. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, when it comes to the kind of stuff you want to work on at the moment, like the, the music, do you have any, like anything theme wise or, or idea wise that, you know, you, Obviously, no spoilers or anything, but like, what kind of messages are you looking to shoot out into the multiverse at the moment? Okay, boss. You good are uh, the inter- intergalactic, you know. Yeah, say bitch. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I think the things that inspire me in my music, um, so things that, um, yeah, I think recently have really inspired me is uh, my grief. Um, I had times where, you know, I, I was in, I think it was in 2022. I can't remember. I'm a bit blurry with the years, but, um, yeah, it wasn't last year. It was the year before. So 2022. Yep. Yeah. Um, I had someone pass away, um, uh, that I was close to, we'd been seeing each other and had some like, you know, ends not kind of tied up. And, um, there was a time where I was just, I didn't, I wasn't singing for weeks. And sometimes I might get into periods of that when I'm like really exhausted or something might be going on and I'm, you know, and then I'll think there's a moment that clicks and I'm like, I'm not singing. Mm. And through my grief, I've been able to, when I'm just like ruthlessly honest with how I'm feeling, no matter the the weight, um, that's been such a medium for me to just like, yeah, explore my feelings and my truth. And the things that come from that place are so profound. And um, yeah, I remember just sitting there and I felt like my grief was just like never going to move, like the sadness of right. like that loss and all the things that come with it, you know? Mm. Um, and I remember just being like, I need to write. I just need to write yeah. and I need to sing. And so I, I literally, I put up a backing track and I put something on and then I started writing down exactly how I was feeling. And um, 
that was it. I literally felt the grief like lift off me. Wow. You know? And so music has been such a healing medium for me in that. And so I would say that grief is one of the things that influences my music and is is a theme. Mm. And beyond that, I have other elements um, such as love you know or romance um that comes into the picture and then a big part of things as well is um i guess spirituality or um the essence of life yeah and um yeah that's a really big thing for me and and messages that i that i want to um ignite or like send to people is self-reflection it's accountability um yeah, healing, it's um it's the mystery, you know, it's um wonder. Um and yeah, just laying things out on the table, whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Laying yeah. the cards out on the table, letting them all see it. Yeah. And that's uh it's tough to do, you know, like that's quite something, especially when it's something as uh profound as dealing with grief, which is mm. you know, it's a universal. It's something that everyone, you know, experiences in a different way, but also somewhat in a similar way. Yeah. And um, yeah, one of the hardest things to talk about as a human, right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Because um, yeah, I mean, you know, when I look to write songs and stuff, I'm very rarely touching both love or grief. You know? Right. Yeah. Because yeah. mm. you know, I feel like there's a certain weight behind that topic, and you probably want to be, you want to feel equipped to. Do it, do it justice, I guess. Very true, yeah. Uh, yeah, understandably. Yeah, I think that for me, I think that just being able to get it out, that, you know, whether it's like I'm feeling lonely or I'm feeling shameful or I'm feeling like this won't ever change, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. It just simplifies it and gets rid of that baggage when you can just be like, okay, this is the point of how I'm feeling. And then it, it also creates like this self-reflection for myself. Sometimes I write and I surprise myself. Like this one time I was mm. by the river in Abbotsford and um, <coughs> I put on another YouTube backing track yeah, yeah. and I was like, I just need to inspire myself. And I started just like singing along to the to the backing track and all of a sudden these words came out of my mouth and it was I keep on running to places I can hide no more I keep on searching got to go in sidewalk through the door to find my peace hey. of heart and mind and I stopped and I was like bitch oh my god yeah. like you are talking to yourself because it just like it was just something that like came through like up and through me, and um, I was like, shit, mm. yeah, I've been fucking doing that. That's you a know? whole different level of um, self awareness. It's like uh, being able to articulate in like a meaningful way something mm. back to yourself is is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes I'll just be writing as well, and then I'll start typing like or whatever. If I'm writing, like I'll I'll start saying things that I'm like, oh fuck. Right. That's what that is. Right. Or that's what that was, you know? And then there are other times where I go in with the picture painted or, like, I'll start revising and analysing the things that I've put out and I'm like, oh, okay. And I move through it as I'm changing the song as well, you know? It's, like, it's a whole emotional experience uh, for me and um, something I've tried to explain to people before as well is that it, music is a spiritual and a, a very emotional thing for me. It's a soulful experience. Right. Um, no matter if I'm writing hip hop or soul or R&B, whatever it is, mm. you know, it's I'm I'm with it, like, and I'm moving with that. Yeah, yeah. and you understand the power of you being able to move that to other people as well, mm. and like how they feed off that and receive that, and um, you know, especially when you're talking about very vulnerable stuff or you know, deeper introspective stuff. When you when you do that and vocalize that to other people, it I mean, it kind of gives us permission to kind of, you know, dip into that space, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Very true. Is that something that um, do you keep in mind or is just like a byproduct of what was going to happen regardless? Yeah. I think purely like I'm doing it, you know, A, for myself first. Yeah. yeah. And then 
it's knowing that it will touch people is another beautiful thing. And then seeing it touch people mm. is a whole nother thing, you know? It's like... Yeah. Yeah. If you want to do a brief comparison between the experience of um, getting, like, a song to a point where you can connect and kind of do it on your own and then, like, the presentation of that to an audience, like, performing it, like... What are those two different... Are they similar mindset energy spaces or what's happening between them? Um, yeah, they can be similar. Um, probably a little bit different because I... But once the song's complete, it's the same, you know? It, it, Interesting. It, yeah, it, yeah. It's like... Yeah, it just being in that, that feeling, you know? Um yeah, my song Heaven. I don't know if you were that, there that night where I hosted f- with the medley, but there was a song. That was the last night of the month. <laughs> yeah, 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 I did a song Heaven, the first song. Yeah, yeah. And um, that was one of the songs where I I heard that in my head. I had I had the first whole verse and chorus sung out in my head, and um, putting it down was one thing. And then I I got Tino, the keys player. I got yeah. him to put some keys down because I was like, I need to finish this song. And I wrote it very quickly. And, um, yeah, I think within, like, half an hour, I think I'd wrote that song or something. And that song really, like, touched, you know, on on this, like, yeah, this very deep place. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I think the first time I ever sung that, I was in tears. I was, like, bawling my eyes out. Wow. Um, and... Yeah, that was at Barosu. I I played that for the first time as a hey. little solo set with I think Tyler was um it was me and Tyler playing Tyler Moonchild for yep, those who don't know. Tyler Moonchild. Babes. <laughs> um so yeah, we did a set together and um on my set uh I sung that and I was in tears. But the feeling of it was still so great and it was the same with um that night at Shot Kickers and yeah, even other songs, you know, it's like when the song is complete, that feeling, it, that like whole feeling is yeah. like still there and remains. Yeah. And it's like the writing process is refining it all and like putting the puzzle pieces together. Making it finite. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does Which that is, make sense? Yeah, yeah, it made perfect sense. It's such a hard, <clears throat> it's such a hard thing to do to like tie up a track, to like yeah. finish up a track because, um, you know, I guess like when you're in the moment putting it together you're not necessarily always thinking about that kind of stuff yeah you're just kind of like feeling it out in the moment and maybe some people do a bit of like working from the back to the front you know from like this end vision or goal and then trying to pull it back to the start and how to Mm, get there yeah but i think that you know a lot of us just kind of feel our ways through yeah i mean i went a very long time not completing songs yeah i went years not completing songs yeah, <laughs> it's a real yeah. problem. Yeah, yeah. I feel like mm. there's like a muscle that's like being worked in me now, where I feel like, yeah, I don't know, I'm just able to like get it out a bit easier and yeah, yeah. The refining process is its own thing as well. Yeah, but yeah, it does get to it does take a little while to get to that point where you can understand what like the loop of a project is. Yeah, and kind of having some kind of you know, you don't want to tie everything to your expectations, but having mm. some kind of loose idea of like, you know what, that is in the ballpark or realm of what I want to hit. Yeah. 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 Nice. Um, <laughs> when, it comes to yeah. Go- when it comes to God and or gods, you know, like uh, what are we talking about? Are we, are, we, are, we in the, are we in the park of the single God? Are we in the park of the multiple gods? Are we in the, are we in the park of... Uh, you know, an en- energy that, you know, connects to everything. What are, the, what are the thoughts and reflections? I've never really dived into this with anyone else on the, okay, on the boss, podcast. Let's go. I feel like you're well equipped to throw some haymakers, you know. Saddle up, people. So, <laughs> shout out to Saddle Club. Great yeah. show back in the day. <laughs> Get your tin foil hats on. Um, yes. Yeah, yes. thank you. Um, just casually getting a bit of a beer. <laughs> from boss man over here. That just casually a... getting a beer. Casually, casually getting a. That's a beer. <laughs> um, God, mm. do you believe in God? <laughs> I feel like I feel like right now I'm closer than than before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was baptized Catholic, went to church. You know, when we were younger, but it wasn't really like, you know, the most mm. serious of things. Um, School, went to a Christian school, 
Um, it wasn't like a big deal. But yeah, it seemed like being an atheist was really the the ticket. It seemed like that was the cool thing that was in. Yeah, That's what edgy. was happening. I'm edgy. I don't believe in anything. Yeah. Yeah. But uh. I feel like my, my, my kind of mindset or perspective at the moment is because so many different cultures and groups of people have been able to articulate something in the realm of something other than us on a, on a higher level or whatever it is that I, I don't necessarily believe in any one of them, but it has to speak to something, right? Mm. So that's my reflection. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't have all the answers. Hey, we're just here to talk about it. We're just here to talk about God. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, in my experience, I think that, yeah, someone who comes from a bicultural background um, and also has seen things that maybe a lot of other people haven't mm-hmm. um, and experienced things um, that, um, yeah, I mean, actually, a lot of people have experienced things. It's not always a common thing to talk about. And right. I think that there are also very, like, subtle experiences that people have too that maybe they're not sure of and it's it's uh yeah as i said a bit taboo you know right they'd probably Um, happy be happy to write it off as something else yeah that's right yeah yeah you know whatever else it could be i guess yeah inexplainable things and whatnot um yeah for me i've grown up uh since i was young since i was very little seeing spirits um having a multitude of different experiences um, with different things. And, um, yeah, that comes in from my family. It's in my bloodline. Um, So there was a bit of an open conversation around that with with you and your parents when you were experiencing that? um, Or it just wasn't like – it was just in the realm of I mean, yeah, it was kind of – it wasn't really, like, heavily embraced. Yeah. Um, I think I've had to embrace it more so on my own. Um, particularly, I didn't grow up with my family on either side. Yeah. Um, and, but my mum was always very open, um, but just wasn't able to, like, really embrace it in a way, you know, based on her own circumstances and right, um, stuff. Right. But, um, yeah, always been very, like, spirited people and she's she's experienced things in her life, um, like from spirits to um, from when she was young to being older, even like with me around um, until this day as well. And that runs through my whole mum's bloodline and also on my dad's side as well. He's told me stories where he's experienced things and, um, yeah, uh, from what he's told me, we've got the the native blood from um, South America as well in Argentina. Um, Mum's bloodline, we've got... Scottish, Irish, Jamaican, and then the last few years we found out that we had um, Aboriginal heritage, but yeah, I'm not too, like, I've kind of, like, stood back from that because I'm not too sure exactly the, you know, the gravity of it, and sure, I want to be, res- yeah, yeah, I want to be respectful of that space, you know, so, yeah, um, of yeah there's, there's a lot going on, and my great-grandmother, she, she used to practice, like, her with through the Jamaican heritage, um, some of the traditional things. She was very psychic. Mm. Um, and so we've, yeah, we've, I've inherited things on both sides of my family. And, um, yeah, just, yeah, all these things have made up who I am yeah. and also influenced my music. I, I want to create a whole album that um, talks on my experiences, my very abnormal <laughs> experiences. Cool. Um yeah, so I think that going back to the subject of God, I think that God is a multitude of things. I think there are yeah. multiple gods. Yeah. Um, I do think there is an essence that runs through all things and all beings. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've tried to like pay respects to every element of the places that I come from. Um, I also grew up going to a Christian school i think or catholic school um it's probably christian if you didn't know what it was (laughs) probably (laughs) it's called saint luke's oh that could be maybe catholic yeah i don't know but my favorite element from that that i loved and i and i have taken with me through my life is prayer um that has been a really big influence on me yeah prayer has been a very big uh thing and prayer is something that i bring into my music as well 
So do you want to talk us through how you kind of engage with prayer and in, in, in the music process? Yeah. Um, so I might have an intention or something set um, that I want to touch on yeah. or that I want to be held. Um, in one of my songs with my band um, or even in – just even in heaven, uh, the song is like, pour the water over me, help me find release. Um, and in the, the in one of the bridges, it's um, – um, what is it? It's rid my soul of stag- stagnation, lead me away from temptation, rid my soul of stagnation um, and the evil in my life, restore my faith and mind. Um, I'm a fine mind when I heed the call. Um, I hear them calling me. Um, and so it goes into a prayer, into mm. like this statement. But um, these are elements that, yeah, I, I love to bring in, to like to sing through prayer. Right. Um, it's such a powerful, powerful thing. Um, yeah. yeah. It, it, I mean, I certainly haven't done it. Well, look, you know, I was in the choir at school <laughs> year when I was in year five and six, so, you know, sung a little yeah. bit at church or whatever when I was super young. But um, I can understand, uh, you know, the, the like, it's like, it's like a, it's like a volume of feeling. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's just more than what you would normally kind of feel or access. And sometimes if, even if you're just in a church or a sacred space, you can kind of feel that on its own without any other kind of like push yeah. or anything. But uh, if you're, you know, the kind of vessel that's belting, you know, the prayer, I feel like that's something that's must be so visceral and, and you know, like kind of energetic. Very energetic. Yeah. yeah. To, to sound, to create a tone and a sound and to feel it come from a certain place because the sound can come from different places in your body right. and in your emotional space. So being able to articulate, that to hit a certain place outside of you is and to feel it is a very um yeah i don't even know what the word might be but it's it's kind of like a map work for your soul you know like it's uh it's i guess a lot of these songs or um uh hymns right Mm. Or, or whatever it may be whatever the the format is but it's kind of like this thing that's been mapped out that will like engage with, you know, parts of you, mm. you know? Yeah. It's kind of wild. And for me, like, you know, it's I'm a little bit outside of that circle, but, you know, I've got nothing but, like, respect and appreciation for that circle because, yeah, I mean, it's the kind of thing that's been moving humans forward for that's tens right. of thousands of years. That's exactly was, right. It was the thing that was always connecting, gelling, infusing us with, with meaning and motion and all that kind of stuff. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Music... And so often has been used in prayer, in healing, in in joy as well, right. and and in ceremony. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think it's a very important um, element to bring in. And realistically, you know, when we're when we're speaking and we're saying, we're affirming, and we are like praying into the world via what we say. You know, if I keep yep. telling saying. I'm shit or I, you know, I'm probably, I'm just like blurting, I keep blurting that out and that's like, I'm going to see all of that around me in different ways. It's a bad mantra. It's a bad mantra. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, boss. (laughs) That's cool. I really appreciate you sharing with it and like, it wasn't sharing that with us and, um, you know, I haven't really like dived into, you know, the God talk. The God. The God or God's <laughs> talk on the podcast. But I think it is something interesting because, you know, a lot of artists are channeling something from somewhere. That's right. And, like, what they understand that to be is, you know, different for, for most people. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, and there are people who will see sound. There are people who taste sound. Right. There are people, yeah, who experience it in, in all different ways, you yes. know. And everyone experiences it in their own way. Yeah. And for their own reasons. And, um... Yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing. Sound, I s- you know, what I, I like to say is that most of us have been gifted with a voice and we have the capacity to sound out. And it comes into like this thing of just being able to vocalise mm. who you are and what you are into the world. Um, and it's a powerful thing because our voice is our essence. Yeah, you know, spell, spelling, you know, it's, it's all there. Like it's... It, 
words can absolutely be used as magic. You know, it's mm. you can you can use where well, we have used words and language to do everything. That's you right. Know, it's kind yeah. of incredible to to not give it you know the respect that it deserves and to kind of think that you know what you say doesn't really matter. But even if you're just having a conversation with yourself, you know that that inner dialogue obviously has an incredible impact on who we are. That's right, 100%. And sound is one of our main senses, yeah. you know, and you can feel when someone's talking mm. how they make you feel. You can hear, like, when it's quiet and the sound happens, how that makes – how that moves through your body, you know? Right. And it's like sound impacts us and we have to know that our sound is impactful as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that there is a, yeah, the, absolutely, I think you're right. Like there's such a big relationship between like your sound and the space that you're in. Yeah. Right? Mm. Cool. Um, keeping all this kind of stuff in mind at the moment, is there anything that you practice? I guess prayer is one of those things that you kind of practice daily or weekly to keep you grounded. Daily. Um, I think breath. Breath has been a very important thing for me. Yeah. Um, if I'm feeling like really anxious or if I feel like my mind might be going somewhere um, and or even if I'm feeling unwell. Yeah. Um, yeah, breath has been a very vital thing for me. Um, just breathing deeply yeah. and breathing into myself. Also imagining, yeah, my breath circulating through me um, and down through the ground and up and out has been a very powerful thing and like circulating that back through me. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like an incredible, yeah. I mean, cause at school you're never really going to get probably taught about <laughs> breath work unless you're in a choir. You know? Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I think there's really cool grounding meditations or practices that you can do that can kind of like pull you out of that, you know, that headspace which is mm. full of chatter or like, you know, tightness in the chest out of anxiety or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, actually I really like that articulation of being able to imagine like the, the flow of breath going from, you know, top to the ground or all the way around. And, yeah. and cause that, you know, essentially kind of, uh, kind of locks it, it anchors you, right? It does. Yeah. yeah. It's, and I mean, your breath is something that you'll have until you die. Yeah. So yeah. that is like it's it's part of your like soul your spirit essence you know if you want to look at it in that way in that element um yeah so when you breathe and you can breathe like awareness into your body you know and out whatever it is you know sometimes i imagine water sometimes i imagine just light sometimes i imagine just like you know maybe a loving energy or um calmness maybe it's a color or mm. a feeling that i'm trying to invoke i breathe that into myself yeah cool i would have never guessed the color thing but that seems like quite rational yeah you know because i mean this is a very energetic logo you know <laughs> you stare at it too brick long and you might be a little bit amped you know <laughs> even though we do love brick lane yes shout out to brick lane. brick lane one day we'll go far together well i feel like um you've given us this wealth this bounty of of knowledge and sharing um What's kind of happening in the not-too-distant future for yourself, uh, aside from, like, the, the projects and collaborations? Do you have any gigs or anything that we should keep your eyes out? Yeah, um, I've got us. a gig on the 28th, I think, at Barusu with cool. my band, Perfect. Mojo Bag. Mojo Bag. Mojo Bag Music on Instagram. Find us there. Cool. <laughs> um, 28th, and then I think on the 25th, I'm doing something at, I think it's Radio Bar with Toomey. Oh, yeah, great. Um, and then... Yeah, because yeah, he's been putting on those nights on Thursdays. Is that the night? Yeah, yeah. At the underground, underground yeah. radio? Yeah. Nice. Sure. Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. I like that. So I think I'll be doing some originals there. Cool. Um, and then I do have... Because I was sick, like, last month, I was sick for a long time. I got, yeah. like, bad bronchitis. I got bad bronchitis. It was fucked up. Yeah. 
um, my family gets it hereditary and like very severely. Oh, cool. So it knocked me out. Spirits um, and bronchitis. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm wheezing on spirits here. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dog. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do a gig with Vibe Union, I think in February. Yeah. Project in Legacy? Yeah. Sick. Um, in the teens of the month, so. The teens of the month? The teens of the month. You don't hear that one too often. Yeah. Like cool. Yeah. So, um... Project Legacy at Ferdy Dirk sometime in February. Yep. Uh, Uso, 28th. With the band, the band Mojo, Mojo Bag. B- Mojo Bag. And then Radio Bar, I think, on the 25th with Timmy. Cool. So, um... Yeah, I guess you're just you're mainly on Instagram at the moment. Before yeah. you before you pump some other bits and pieces on. Yes, sir. But you do have some cool clips on Instagram, so it's not uh, you know, there's something happening. There's one cool clip. Oh, <laughs> uh, actually, there's a there's like one. Of, what are those highlights? Reels? I've done highlights. Yeah. Oh, done a couple highlights. Yeah, I've done some highlights. You got you got to put up some Check short it clips. It's important. It is important. Yeah. But technology, you know what I'm saying? There's resistance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm high up there, but not like you know. Right. Yeah. We don't get grounded with tech. Yeah. Even though you should probably <laughs> make sure that a lot of le- electricity is ground. Anyway, moving right along. <laughs> No more AV tech terms. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for coming on today with Grounded. Uh, I really appreciate you sharing and, and opening up and coming on board. Yeah, thank any, you. Any final words uh, for the people or the beings of the multiverse? Whoever you want to talk to, this is a direct, direct patch <laughs> in. Um, yeah, I think, I think the important thing is to know whether it's music or art or whatever – um, your passion is and that ignites your your heart and your whole being um, that makes you feel good and not only what comes naturally but yeah what yeah what you're good at and those things that make you feel good mm. tap into that follow that and fuck what the people say I love Just that fuck what the people say do it if it feels good don't be an asshole but you know what I'm saying follow yourself and fuck what the people say but Make some alliances along the way. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) All right, um, big ups. Uh, Enjoy, stay grounded. You know, we've got the the Spotify playlist, um, which we add tracks from artists when once you've got something up, we'll throw it in there. But there's a a couple cool tracks on the Grounded Tunes playlist. Um, But aside from that, plenty of podcasts to watch, plenty of clips to eat, and uh, stay grounded. See you later. Ciao, ciao. Shut. Ciao! <laughs> oh <God. laughs>